117 of Terrence Henry Experience. Uh, I got a special, special guest, but they're anonymous. Is it okay if I say why? If yeah, I can call that's, you why? That's why. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, anonymous. You? I go by why. Why? You know, that works as well. So this person is like very, very important. And I feel like I have to keep it anonymous because it's like, you know, I don't, it's not, I feel like everybody shouldn't know everything. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's a good skill to learn what information you should mm-hmm. keep to yourself and what information you should share. Mm. Um, because once you share certain information, mm-hmm. right, you can't take it back. Yeah. And once you hear certain information, your views kind of change a little bit on, um, the person who shared it. Mm-hmm. So it's important that you be selective. It's not being secretive, mm-hmm. um, which some people may say like, oh, you're being secretive. That's why you don't want to reveal the information. Um, there's something sexy about being private. Ah. Right? It's something sexy about something that only you know. So can I give them like the visual? Yeah, like sure. So she has like this like brownish like glowing, glowing face, like pre-smile, you know, um, very, very, very subtle, very, very beautiful young lady, might I add, you know, uh, uh, definitely sparkly eyes. She doesn't have the, um, you know, like people have them long eyelashes, whatever. So yours is like actually, those are actually your, your eyelashes, correct? That is such a compliment. These mm. are extensions, but a lot ah. of them have fallen out. Ah. Um, but I do know what you're talking about, and yeah. um, I love my come catchers. Oh, that's we, what you call them? Well, if we look at the history of eyelashes, uh-huh. you know, we'll find that um, prostitutes pretty much wore them right mm-hmm. to kind of prevent the cum from getting in your eyes or ejaculation i guess we can call it that um so that's a good research topic for people who are interested as to what long eyelashes actually stand for and come from no let's get into that like hold on hold on <laughs> hold on wait a minute <clears throat> so i've noticed over the years like a lot of women wasn't really didn't really have the eyelashes there i mean i know it was a, it was it was always a thing Right. But now it's a huge thing. Right. And now I start seeing women with the eyelashes and they like way out or they look like their eyelids be hurting. Like they can't, you know, like and then you're telling me right now is that they were cum catchers for the most part. Yes. Like um, it would prevent it from getting in the prostitute's eye. Um, Betty Boo. Betty Boo. Yeah, Betty Boo might have been. I mean, if we look at her clothes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We know that um, there's a singer. I can't think of her name off the top of my head, um, but she has a lot of songs that talks about prostitution. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at um, Lingo from back in the day, if you mm-hmm. said, "Oh, my sugar," right, mm-hmm. or "my honey," a lot of the time those were cold words for either my pimp. So a lot of the songs, um, gosh, I wish I could think of this song. And, you know, I was so surprised by the song where I guess pimping and hoes is like, you know, prostitution. What would you call it? The oldest business in America, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, so with any business, you're going to have add-ons. Wow. So if you're a prostitute, lashes may be an add-on service to say, hey, I don't want this falling in my eyes. It's not as if um, we're going to invent something that the man has to use or like you're not going to tell the man to do it in a sense. Like it, it's almost a woman's responsibility, just like birth control. It's our responsibility uh-huh. to be on birth control. You don't tell the man to get on birth control. So same thing with your lashes. If you don't want to come get into your eyes, then it's your responsibility to make sure you have something to kind of protect your eyes with. That is so crazy. Yeah. And you see a lot of women doing it. Like they just put the... Well, they may unknowingly know that that is the history behind it, but there's no shame in that, Mm -hmm. right? What is unnatural about come? There's no shame in saying, oh, okay, um, come God in my eyes. That will happen. Like, right? It's it's not I mean, unnatural. It's not unnormal. It's happened. It happens. You know, right? you, you, you know dudes be shoot out and pow. Right. Like, you know, right. some some girls eat it. Some girls and that and that's yeah. even better, right? So you don't yeah. even have to worry about it getting in your eyes and burning. Like someone like myself, I wear contacts. Uh. Plus I have on lashes. Um, they're falling out, but I have on lashes. So, so let me. Ask, so, would you let a guy like do that? Not in my eye. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If it was his preference, as long as I take my contacts out, mm-hmm. um, I would be okay with it. Mm-hmm. I think most of the time, I'm I'm more like just do it somewhere on my face. Just it doesn't have to necessarily mm-hmm. be in my eye. Like what you what you, mm-hmm. what you trying to do? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, People got fetishes. They do, but then you have to you have to be realistic. Like, could you go blind from that? Could you get pink eye from that? What could really happen? I mean, if somebody farted on a pillow and you laid on it, you're going to get pink eye. I think it comes from, like, health reasons, though. That's what I'm saying. You so. drink a lot of water, I'm sure, like, you know, because, you know, some women are factuated with, you know, guys that have, you know, uh, you know, I had, I had a girl say, yo, it, it tastes so clear. Yeah, that's yeah. really important. That's what she told me. That's mm-hmm. really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um. Your diet is going to determine how Mm -hmm. your sperm tastes, looks. We already know that sperm is, like, acidic, right? We know that sperm has a higher pH than the vagina. Mm. So I guess a great way to preserve your vagina, in Mm. a sense, would be to allow the person to either nut in your mouth, nut in your face, nut on your stomach, nut in other places. Um, Because as a woman, you know, some people have super strong vaginas where mm-hmm. they can have come in their vagina all night long and mm-hmm. they don't have to worry about getting bacterial vaginosis. Oh. Whereas some women don't have as strong of a vagina. So the more cum you have in your vagina, the more fishier it's going to smell. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. You you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I like it when I, uh, not on a girl. One time I knit on this girl back and I rubbed it on her. And I said, you a part of me now. <laughs> you know what, Terrence? That No, honestly, that is so deep to me that she you would, said that. Yeah, she'll never probably forgive me ever in her life. She'll probably just be like, you know, I told her that. And I just, you know. You know, that is, it is, yeah. I am moved by that statement. I know yeah. it seems like, uh, nah. he's talking about rubbing sperm in. But I'm moved by it, Terrence, because as a woman, and mm-hmm. I'm a woman, so I'm always going to speak from a woman's perspective. Uh-huh. Every time you sleep with a new man, part of his spirit is left inside of you. You mm-hmm. cannot separate it, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if they come in you. Men's sperm literally lives in our skin. 
literally mm-hmm. lives in your whole body, mm-hmm. literally. Mm-hmm. So when you rubbed it on her back mm-hmm. and you said, you know, I'm a part of you, that's a fact. Like, mm-hmm. that's a fact. That's not just somebody saying I'm a part of you. Yes, you are literally built into that girl's skin, even from when you entered her. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think about it on a spiritual level, you know, mm-hmm. what are you saying spiritually when we engage in this act? Because this, this sexual act, regardless if you pit whatever type of fetishes attached to it, you can create life from it, mm-hmm. a whole new energy force. And we look, we always dealing with energy in, in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. So in essentially the sex that we're having and the body fluids that we're exchanging, it's kind of similar to like, you know, you think about the Nile and the Mississippi, how important the waters are. Our body fluids are important like that to creating life. Mm-hmm. So I think s- sperm itself is just so wonderful. Mm. It really is. Like it's one of the reasons where I look at things where they say, well, men always cheat. You hear people say that. Yeah. I said, okay, well, let's look at it on a, I guess, biological level. So sperm constantly is reproducing, constantly is moving, constantly on the move. Is that why men move the way they move? If you just look at it, like as a woman, the egg don't go chase the sperm. The sperm chases the egg. Is that why woman is more stationary? Is that why people believe that women don't cheat as much, even though we do? Um, Mm. So, yeah, a, a lot can be learned about sperm, right? Not all sperm is the same. Some sperm have a straight tail. Some sperm have a squiggly tail. Some sperm aren't right. Some sperm count is low. Some sperm count is high. Right? It's a lot about sperm. Learn a lot. Yeah. I mean, really sperm is. So you said something interesting. You said that more women cheat than men. That's what you said. I think we all cheat around the same time. Like I don't. I'm a big believer in like. Uh Yeah, whatever men do, women do. Whatever women do, men do. So, like, but why they give, like, do you think that's why men, I mean, even though we always talk about this on every every podcast talks about all of this, and I'd be, like, so tired of it because there's no common solution for it. But we could tap in a little bit about it. Okay. Just, just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little tap because... Just know, a little tapiana. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, you know, every podcast, oh, this man did this, this woman did that. And i just be like, look, excuse my French, but I'd be like, shut the fuck up. I think everybody feels that way right now. Yeah, like, because it's like, who, I, I'm at a point, I don't even care, right? I, You know what? I took, I, This is what I would say. At some point, everybody do something, right? Facts. So it's like, why are we still talking about this? Because there's no medium balance when people talk about it. It's just like everybody's yelling at it by, everybody's yelling at everybody about what they do. And I just get tired of it, you know? You know? Yeah, because it's an old conversation trying to compare men and women. We can't. You can't. And that's what people fail to realize. When they're like, men cheat, so do women. Yeah. Men lie, and so do women. And y'all good at it. I don't know if your viewers or if you you guys Mm. seen a thing on Instagram where they pretty much say how a, a, a professional who works in... DNA testing of babies found that basically 80% of women who come in to have the DNA done on their baby to find out who the father is, Uh 80% of the time they're wrong. That's crazy. 
So once I looked at that, I'm really into statistics. 80%? 80%. What part? Are we just talking about one state? Or are we just talking United, about... Just the United States in general. When you're dealing with paternity, right? So that 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 says something. Y'all out here judging men. And we they raw dogging? Y'all, they raw dogging? You know? I mean, but that's why it's mommy's baby, daddy's maybe. That's a real thing. Right. Even if like I, I love history, so I'm a historian. Right. You are. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of the times it's better to trace the bloodline through the mother mm-hmm. because you know for sure that that baby belongs to the mother. The father, maybe. Maybe. That's crazy. But the mother, you know, for sure. You're going to have a lot of dudes listening like, wait a minute. What I mean, it's you? true because, you know. <laughs> They're going to be true. These dudes gonna be tripping like, wait a minute, they don't look nothing like me, not my mom, my dad. Like, what's going on? And that's on? the reality. Because if you didn't have DNA testing, you couldn't definitely confirm the child was yours. That's a huge number, though. You this said is a huge 80, number. 80, 80. 80? 80. You so, know how scary that is. Exactly. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of factors that play into it. Can we take a shot of that? Yeah. I mean, I am I'll take, a. I take a shot of that. I am a product. Of somebody who thought somebody was the father and later on found out that, hey, that's not the father, right? So I am, and my parent is a goody-goody. So a lot of the times I look at people that are goody-goodies like, yeah, okay, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a lot to, I want to touch on how, Women taking control over their sexuality is just frowned upon Mm. in a sense, right? Look how filthy people are talking about people like uh, Sexy Red, right? I'll use her as an example because she's pretty new and people talk pretty shitty about her. Um, They do. Yeah, talk pretty shitty about Sukiyana and all these other women, right? They do. But guys love it. But what are they doing that so that that you have to talk shitty about them? You're upset that somebody is owning something that's natural. It's a lot of them around around the United States. There's a lot of uh, sexy reds and what? What's her name? Sukiyana. Su- Sukiyana. That's my baby. Shout out to Suki. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> you know, and I say that because yeah. it takes a lot of courage to be able to stand in your sexuality, right? It, it takes a lot of courage to know what it is that you like and don't like. It takes courage to say, well, because I want to participate in this, mm-hmm. doesn't make me this, right? Would you These have sex were, with her? With Sukiana? Yeah. You know, I think the whole, I'm a slim girl, yeah. and I like slim women. Okay. You know, I I think asses is beautiful. I like a nice ass. And right, titties right. too. Yeah, yeah. Right. Ass Both titties. of them is yeah, amazing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. But I don't okay. like a real big ass or real big titties. Because I don't have a big ass or a big titties. So I mostly yeah. like petite cream. Yeah. I think real big asses is just like Sukiyana too stacked for me. Yeah. So you think is it is it bigger to butt? Smaller vagina, smaller butt, bigger the vagina. Yes and no. Yes and um, no. I've never actually strapped up and fucked a woman to say the size of the vagina. Mm-hmm. 
I have other girlfriends and we talk about mm. sex and partners. Yeah. And, you know, I have friends that have bigger butts that make it clear they can't take dick. Oh, wow. And then I have skinnier friends like myself that are like, yeah, no, I don't, I, I never fuck that size. That's too small. Mm-hmm. So based on what I hear from other men, the bigger the butt, the smaller the yeah. vagina. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, from experience, I mean, I had, you know, some big butts, you know, and couldn't take it. Like, uh-uh. They, you know, they try to hold it from the back, like, stop. <laughs> Yeah, that right, right. The, the producer like that part. No, you good, bro. You know, huh? Exactly, against the chest. Exactly. That's the that's the signal right there when they do that. You know, so it's like wow, because you because you know you hear women say like, oh, you can't handle this, and they be like, yo, really? But it be them small ones. Demon time. Well, I'm curious to know what exactly yeah. do you feel like? Um, do you feel the wall? Like when you're fucking somebody that has a mm-hmm. big ass from the back, mm-hmm. do you feel the wall? Do you feel you knocking it down? Because on a on a woman's side, mm-hmm. you can feel it. Well, it's like a little wall there, and they yeah. But but this is this is they knock it down. Everybody's different, right? So you know, when you having sex with a woman, not a woman don't want to be pounding. You know where the clitoris is at. If I'm pronouncing that right, yeah, clitoris, yeah. where it's at. So it's like an in and out situation mm-hmm. where the rhythm is at. It's like the woman's penis, actually. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you when you're going in, it's it's the it's when you're coming out because you got to touch that sensitive part. You know that's why a lot of women say they only can take dudes as what five, four. Yeah, which know. is the average size. And that's why they're able to, you know, um, have orgasms and stuff. But the guys that are really wild and down, they, you know, they're going past it and they're not coming back where it's at. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like they're they're trying to find that rhythm part, you know. But if you know what you're doing, you can find all of that in the pleasure in that. Because some girls love pain, you know. Some girls love the pain. Like, yo, give me, give me all, get it in my ass, put it, put it everywhere. But some girls like, nah, give me something small, I, something I can handle. I don't need all that big shit, you know. So everybody has a different preference, you know what I mean? Well, I think the beautiful, I don't fuck with small. Let me just say that. Yeah, we, so yeah. no. Yeah. But um, <laughs> mediums, right? Medium on up. I What's medium to you? Not to cut you off. Gosh, uh, I guess medium to me would be, I guess, seven. Six, mm-hmm. seven would be mm-hmm. about medium. Mm-hmm. Um, they're more fun because mm-hmm. you can do everything. I'm, I guess I'm like a yes girl in a sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really going to say no. Like it has to be something like, mm-hmm. like, I don't really know. I mm-hmm. probably, I don't say no. So for me, mediums are better for people that like to do everything mm. so if you like anal you like i like anal so if you like those type of things medium is better mm. big be stretching you out too much you have to deal with your vagina swollen and all this other stuff if you never had your vagina swell up it's a super scary experience especially if you're not sure what that is right mm. so you have to be aware of what it is what it looks like what's gonna happen and I've had that happen to me, so I'm kind of aware of it. But I wanted to kind of circle back as okay. to, to what you were saying about when the penis is coming in and going out. Yeah. Um, I think the 
main thing about the penis coming out is its ability to hit the G spot. Yeah. Right? Which is a real spot in exactly it's right the there, upper, right? upper region of the uh, vagina. It's upper region. It's right. right there. You got to know where it's at. Exactly. If you don't know where it's at, you can't pop it. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So even that um, men being able to position their penis in a particular way or stroke something in a particular way really determines the satisfaction of the sex. And mm-hmm. I also think the vibe of the people, right? The spirits, what are you saying? What are you doing? What are your moans like? You know, mm-hmm. is it sexy? Are you talking? I'm a talker, right? right. I love phone sex. So yeah. I talk. So I don't have to talk too much, but I'm a talk. You so, me? <clears throat> excuse me. So with with the phone sex thing, I made some money during the pandemic. Yeah, I made I made a couple of hours. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was I was ca- girls was yeah. cash at me. They, it was like yeah. a twenty dollar deposit. Yeah, and then after the twenty dollar deposit, the rest was like you know afterwards. Yeah. yeah, I mean phone sex really addresses the number one thing, which is loneliness. Mm. Right, but that's the market we into loneliness. So how long you so how, have you done phone sex operation before? Yes, I have. Um. My whole organization is called like Planet Freakazoid, right? So I've run a phone sex line where I charge a dollar ninety nine per minute. Okay. Um, it has its pros and cons, just yeah. like everything it is that we do. I guess it couldn't be taxing on your energy. Okay. Speaking to a variety of people all the time. Mm. Um, but it's fulfilling because on the same sense, like you get to express a sexual side of you that you may not express in your normal life. Like on my phone sex line, I'm definitely a dominatrix from the grip, right? I'm in control. So you're, I'm you're, dominant. You're aggressive with I'm it. I'm aggressive huh? with it. But in real life, I'm not like that. Yeah. You know, um, people, you know, I've been told, take the lead. Why don't you take the lead? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? But in this phone sex personification, it's a lot easier for me to be dominant. Then I feel like my gender, I guess not my gender, but my sexuality is kind of fluid. Mm -hmm. So it's easier for me to, when I'm with a um, dominant man, to be in a feminine role versus when I'm being an aggressor, being in a dominant role. Which one you like the most? I would like to marry the two. Okay. I've been slowly mirroring the two because I find that in my personal sex life, I've been really, really liking the response of when I'm in control. Mm -hmm. And it's not always easy for a woman to take control in a particular way because I feel like men are so sensitive that once you do something to them, or they see you in another way is is shocking. Like um, a partner of mine's basically said to me, "You guys," mm-hmm. he said, "Did you guys see the Whitney Houston movie?" Yeah, I saw it. Okay, I saw it. I so saw he saw said it. to me, "You acting like Robin over that pussy." Yeah, shout shout out to the girl that played uh, Robin. Right, right. Oh, oh, oh that's, not, that's not, um, shout, shout out to Nafisa Williams. Yes, yes, from Philly. yes. Shout out yes, to her for playing yes. that role. Yeah. So those are the type of things that may not allow your woman to be as free as she want to be because uh-huh. who wants to be told they're like robin like you saying i'm tweaking over the bosom yeah. like you know what's you crazy really? i find it very interesting that you know because women that are um that 
are um, that like women, y'all never know what what it feel like, but y'all still be crazy over it. And let me tell you something, it's an amazing fucking thing. Yeah, it really feels good. Yeah, I it's mean, amazing. I I wish I, you I, I wish I I could tell you <laughs> like if you knew what it felt like for you, it's good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's a, this is why I think. Where we at right now, I think it should be more love and more instead of fighting with each other. I think people are like, to me, in this generation of climate, I think people are just sexually frustrated. For sure. People want what they want and they can't get it because of what social media is. Like that beautiful girl that wants that 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 guy or whatever. But because she's chasing that guy, all the regular average guys, she, you know, he can't get her and she can't get him. And it's just like everybody chasing each other's tail. You know, where when we didn't have social media, everybody was satisfied with what they had. Yeah. yeah. Right? You agree? I, I do agree with that in a sense because social media puts you in a position where you start wondering, damn, can I get a little bit more? Or uh-huh. damn, am I, am I being stupid? Mm-hmm. Or am I not doing enough? Yeah. You know, I've been told so many times, like, hey, like you're you're being stupid or you're being this or you need oh. to do that. But what I will say is, like, the greatest thing I encourage people to do, regardless of whatever your sexual preference is, is to develop that relationship with yourself. Yeah. Go in with yourself and learn your values. Masturbation. Ma- I love. It is absolutely <clears throat> necessary. I mean, it's it's even something I want to teach the children. Hmm? Um, yeah. Wait a minute. You want to teach kids masturbation? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, what what age? Let's 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 clarify this now. Um, let's clarify it. I yeah. say ages. Um, I guess when their hormones start kicking in for me, really thirteen, fourteen. I mean, here's why. Thirteen, fourteen. Absolutely. When we're looking at the, let's talk about Philadelphia STD rates, right? Oh, okay, okay. So you say that, right? Are we talking about what 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 gender? Are we talking about for boys or or or, or both? Both. Both, because the first love should be self-love. Self-love. Okay, all right. How are you going to, like, when I talk to young girls now and we we talk about sex, I'm like, well, how did you feel? Was it good? I mean, I don't know. It was all right. So you don't even know if you had an orgasm. So many women have never had orgasms before. Yeah. So you don't know if you had an orgasm. You don't know what you was really feeling. You know what was going inside of you, but mm-hmm. you don't know. Mm-hmm. Because primary, you have three type of orgasms, right? You have the clitoral orgasm that you're going to get from your click, right? Mm-hmm. You have a um, like an intercourse orgasm that you're going to happen from intercourse and then you have the combination that you're going to get from the click and actually being penetrated Mm -hmm. so there's three levels of orgasm and the clitoral orgasm is the strongest so if you eat a girl out Mm -hmm. real good before you fuck her Mm -hmm. that pussy gonna stay wet the whole time while you fucking her Mm because she done experienced this clitoral orgasm which is a lot stronger Mm -hmm. right because when you have a clitoral orgasms Orgasm, that sensation is coming straight from your brain down to your click, right? Mental. Straight down. Okay. But when it's um, intercourse, it actually has to travel through your spine, through your pelvic wall, Mm -hmm. like your pelvic floor, excuse Mm -hmm. me, for you to get that sensation. Okay. So it's a little bit of a difference. So children, you're going out here. You're having sex with people. As as, I'm going to speak for little girls. You're having sex with these men, and you don't even know what you're supposed to feel. You don't know. Mm. 
you don't know if you came or not. So how would that conversation be though? Like how how would you like like when they come to you and Explore, tell you about it? It's it's exploring your own body. But but I mean, are you just going to invite telling them, or you is like when they come to you and tell why you not? Why? They already know about it. Like for example, right in Philadelphia, how's that conversation going to go though? Like I mean, how how would you like? I'm I'm just curious. Like how how do you do that? Like how do you just with the sex ed program okay right okay okay, with the sex ed program okay so these kids would need to be enrolled in a sex ed program kind of like sex defense in a sense that kind of lays out what are some steps you should take prior to having sex with somebody is this really what you want okay is this are you feeling pressured to do this right these are all questions i ask little boys when i'm working with them so what if the little girl says she's allergic to condoms what you going to They'd be like, I don't know, just still do it. Mm. No, that's not still do it. The next question should be, well, if you're allergic to latex, what is the next? What is, what can you use? Okay. So you provide them with skills. Okay. I tell little girls, if you're about to get with a man and he turn the lights off real fast, real fast, that should be a red flag for you. You can't see uchi coochies and discharge in the dark. Mm. You, Why are you turning the lights off so fast, sir? What are you hiding? But these aren't cues that children picked up. No, I feel like it make a little sense because then you have sexual education in school, and I think when I they took that out. Yeah, they did because when I I was like what fourteen when I when I was like middle like going on high school and we started talking about it, but it was like more the sperm and the eggs, but nobody. We were indulging at that age. Mm -hmm. We were, Mm -hmm. but even if it wasn't like a lot, it was something. Mm You know, we, you know, fingering and whatever. Some people got fellatio, you know. Absolutely. Things was going on. Absolutely. You know, so I think it is some necessary steps that should be taken or some type of prevention, you know, for that. Yeah. I mean, what's worse about it, which made, what made me want to get into this field of just like sex education, abstinence training was that the highest group of people that have HIV, chlamydia, gonorrhea, every STD you could think of is between the ages of 13 to 21. That's crazy. They have it the most, Mm. right? So that that is what made me want to get into this field and having people understand that sexuality is a beautiful thing. What you do with it is a beautiful thing. The Mm. feelings that's attached to it is a beautiful thing, but only if you establish that relationship with yourself. If you don't have that relationship with yourself, you're going to go through this cycle doing whatever people want. Remember Mm -hmm. earlier in the session, I said, I'm a yes girl, right? How many times have I said yes to something that I ain't really want to do? But, you know, I talk to young kids that are like, if you don't have a threesome with a nigga, you're not popping. Why would a 14-year-old be saying that? That's some deep shit right there. That's because you know where it come from. Come from the parents. It's come from internet. You know, and you know, and it's 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 a scary thing because now these kids are just getting way faster information. Right, right. You know, I I remember as a kid. I mean, closest thing I had was real sex, and that was on HBO. Right. You know, as a and kid. you know, you kept that channel on. Yeah, you, you hit the last button. You had you had the you had the mute you had the mute on before your kid. <laughs> yeah. You trying to see, let me see some titties tonight? Yeah. You know. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, it's it's a it's a different now. You can just go online and it's just like it's there. It's there. Pornhub is there. Is you know, it? all the all the sexual side. I remember the DVDs back in the day. The boys used to sell the gas station two for five. Yeah. You know, you don't have that. You don't need it no more. Yeah. And see, I think like on top of that, I'm a social worker. Yeah. So because I'm also a social worker, I look at things like from a mm. like a people perspective in a, in a sense or mm. the interactions that we have on a daily basis. And a lot of the times 
we don't realize how much sexuality is embedded in everything that we do. Right. Like I'm a big believer that pleasing these sexual drives is at the core of what most people do, regardless if you try to put another title on it or say this or say, oh, I'm getting money so you can get bitches so you can get pussy. That's true. Let me just tell, you know, sex is like, a. do you feel like sex is like, a, a, it's more mental than physical? So that's why I go back to the phone sex thing, because people visualize what they like or whatever. What's yeah. visualization without sound? When yeah. you're watching something and you have the mute on, it's not the same effect as when you hear that sound. Green line. That sound yeah. take that mental to another level. You hear that, pow, pow, pow. You hear that smack? What they call it, the smacking? Yeah, the the smack. macaroni? Yeah, the macaroni, yeah. You like, oh, <laughs> shit, that, that, that take it to another level. It ain't it the do. same as. It do. Yeah. Just like if you turn the lights on and you look at it, it's not the same as if it's in the dark. Mm. So that's similar. That's one of the things I love about phone sex mm. is the sound behind it, right? Mm. You creating whatever image you want in your head. It's mm. customized. It's tailored. And then you add the sound onto it. I think women are more mental than guys are. Absolutely. You know, that's why I tap into women as mental. Absolutely. Especially when I talk to them. Absolutely. There's like, so this one girl I remember her telling me, she said, it's one podcast that I listen to in your voice and I just get off on it. She won't tell me what podcast it is though. Mm, I want to know that podcast. <laughs> Let me know, honey, the podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I feel like, you know, um, because everything is so sensitive now, man. It's like, yo, like we, it should be more love now. People should just be open to a, a to things, you know. Some people just can't live in a monotony world. But it's fearful you to know? be open because we live yeah. in a world where people are gonna expose you. You a man, and you let your woman lick your butt, whatever. That I don't, I don't nah, have nothing nah, against that nah, or anybody that do it or don't cool. do it or whatever. Yeah, I'm cool but if that. you are okay. a man who does that, right? You have to feel shame about that. You can't talk about that. You have to keep that on the low. Because if you talk about it, then it's going to be like, oh, this person is this, this person is that. It's really nobody's business. It's nobody's business. And this is what I mean when we talked about what mm. should you keep private and what should you share. Yeah. Why should somebody even know that? that? Why? Why should someone knows? Why should anybody know your partner's sexual pre preference or yeah. whoever you've been with? Yeah, it's nobody's business. I mean, it's big business. That's why. Yeah. I but, mean. But, but you know what, though? A lot of people don't even talk about it like that. I mean, well, back in the day, it wasn't the thing. When people got things done, it was it was nobody's business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Look, some I know some dudes out there like they ass eating. It's nothing wrong with, with that, by the I, way, I, by a woman. I, if you're a man and you and you have a woman do it, that does not, I don't define that as gay. Now, you no, let a no, nigga do it, that's different. Yeah, I mean, I get it. You know what I mean? But I, this is what I say, and I tell guys this all the time. If a woman really, really, really is into you, and she got that really desire, she going to go crazy over you when she get in that bed. Yeah, like, sure. you could be able to tell the difference a girl having sex with you. See, it's one thing, y'all just doing it, but it's one thing when somebody's into you. For sure. Gloves is off. You know what I mean? Like, girl going to be like, I want it. It's going to be wild. They go, it don't matter what happens in the situation. They just happy that they got to be with the person that they want. Same thing with a guy. When a guy see a woman he want, oh, he going round for round, pound for pound. <laughs> pound sound. Yeah, he going hit. Man, listen. <laughs> I've been through that experience where I was with a woman and, you know, it was like a nonstop thing over and over and over and over. And it's just like, it gets to a point like, yo, we got to go. Like, what are we doing? 
I'm kind of jaded in that area because I'm I'm kind of used to that response. Like, if I don't get that response, it's really like. What you mean jaded? Like, what you mean like what? Like, like how you said how when you go with somebody, it's just yeah. like, gosh, I've really been wanting this, and y'all keep going on yeah, and yeah, on. Yeah, just keep back and back. Yeah. Right. I don't. All my experiences be like that. Uh-huh. Like I've never had sex with somebody one time, and then it was just like, okay. Well, that's because like your sexual desires and what you do with a person, they gonna want it. See, one thing about men, we're so physical. Like, cause it because some girls like, I don't do that. Oh gosh, <laughs> I, do that. I hate. I don't. Do I don't that. do this. I don't do that. No, no, no. I don't like Whole sweat on me. Do I don't like sweat on me. I don't like that. Now that's do different. Now, 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 sweat. Now, come on now. I'm just saying, if you like somebody, you don't care about no damn sweat. You absolutely right. Yeah, see, exactly. Turn that AC on, yeah, bitch. Get the towel. Only thing you're supposed to be doing is cracking the window. Mm-hmm. When you're done, right? You're cracking mm-hmm. the window. Like, it's hot. you just sitting there naked in the pool full mm-hmm. of, like, everything. Mm-hmm. That's when you know. Like, you're, you're my, like when you get to that point where y'all in sync with each other, this is where it's like, if they even in a relationship with somebody, it's like, you know, they could love somebody, but the sexual energy with somebody else, it could be totally different. Like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do, yo. <laughs> now you can't even have sex with the person you've been with. It ain't the same. You be thinking about that one person. It's like a fiend, like a drug, right? When you agree. I do, I do it's agree sexual, with that. Sexual 100%. chemistry, crazy man. But sexual chemistry to me, like it is heightened when you and that person also have that y'all have the sexual chemistry, and then y'all have whatever type of mental connection. That's the thing. On top of it, scary. it gets it really does scary. get you know. Um, scary. Yo. I would like to see a study of. I mean, they've done studies like this, um, Masters in Virginia, um, which is like the pioneers mm-hmm. of um, like sexuality and the sexual cycle and um, looking at the different diagrams to orgasm. They've done it back in like the 50s, 60s and 70s mm-hmm. in which they would plug people up and monitor the um, wavelengths that occur when you have sex. I want to see a new study of that. But looking at the actual energy yeah. that you're producing mm-hmm. and how long that energy kind of lasts. Because there is a certain type of energy that's happening sexually that allows you to keep going, like you said, on and on and on and mm-hmm. on and on. I mean, I'm kind of to the point where I'm so used to a man being able to come and then get it right back hard or I get it right back hard that if I'm in a situation where it's like not like that it's weird to me I recently experienced something like that really I have um you know it was crazy because I met somebody who we were vibing and they just I guess wanted to cut to the chase and so they felt like they would just tell me that they would pay me to suck their dick because they felt like it would be good, right? Okay. So mm. I said, I said, okay. Okay. You know, we we negotiated numbers and right. and how much was it? Well, I I initially can only discuss what I've received in the past for for sex. Okay. Well. So I just gave him a standard rate of a thousand, mm. and he was like. Who the fuck pays that? I done been all over the place and I ain't never pay that price. I give you 200. So I'm like, nah, nigga, I ain't taking 200. 200 too low. 
Oh, wow. Right? So we, after being at the casino and winning some money, I ended up getting 500 for it, which I said, all right, cool. Okay. So I did it, but the person was, they didn't like it. Mm. They said it was too wet. It was too much spit. They don't like for it to be wet like that. What type of weird shit? I thought it was weird too, right? I was super offended. I was like, give me my fucking money because I was just like, I never heard this before. You know what you should have did? You're like, okay, not a problem. But you know you should have did, you should, he did give you the money? He did give me the money. Okay, I, you should have asked for 250 or like- How? Half, he gave me half. five. I know he gave you five, but I'm like, positive. Like, you just, you know, yeah. I mean, people, you know, more, yeah. people ain't, you know, people be, do stuff, they don't want to get the bread. Right. Right. But, but is that a thing? Is it is it ever too wet for a man? The wetter the better. Spin on it, hawk on it, do what you gotta do. Well, not hawk on it, but whatever you gonna do, like hawk. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. when we were done, he was like wiping up. He was like, "You got my ass all wet and shit," and I'm just like, "Yeah." I Did you like him? No, I mean, I just have a wet mouth. My dentist be calling me out on it all the time. Wow. He's like, oh, this is my patient with a juicy mouth. And I'm trying to understand wow. if my dentist is, like, wow. coming at me or not. No, that's that's crazy. So, so like, wow. So, imagine if you did it with somebody you did like. Exactly. That's so, crazy. I was very confused after that. And I, I actually started researching. Did you swallow? Fuck no. You didn't swallow um, I actually started researching that and discovered mm-hmm. that no, all people don't like it wet like that. Some people have a thing against spit. Like, I don't mind spitting during sex, but I'm not spitting in nobody's mouth, and I don't want nobody spitting mine. Yeah, that's true. I don't like it, but some people into spit like that, right? Would you like have them slobbering your mouth, like like that, like like you know, like like just a nasty kiss is good enough. Yeah. Like we don't need to um necessarily spit on each other's mouth um but definitely spit it on a dick i'll spit on a dick i recently been introduced to smacking the dick on your face on my face and with my hands like holding it and smacking you, it. you like it like the smack on your face like you like that oh yeah absolutely um i mean i learned that i guess the penis is one of my favorite things i just think it's so magical mm-hmm. um and there's like 50 times more research on the penis than it is the vagina, right? Mm. Um, so there's a part of the penis, like, on the back side of the head. Um, so you got your head, and then on the back side, it's like a little vein that go from the top, like, all the way down. Type I'm, just, I'm listening. Thing, right? Okay. So basically, <laughs> that section there, men have 6,000 nerves in that one area. Um, and y'all know the area because when you like lick it, they be like, oh yeah, like they like that part. I guess you could kind of think about it like when you, when you jacking off in a sense that you jacking off. So the back part of your hand is rubbing on mm-hmm. that part there. Okay. There's a lot of nerve ends there. I mean, the penis, I don't want to, I don't want to keep going on about no, the penis you, show, I mean, no, I love we, the penis. No, no, you just, listen, I got, I got, listen, I got a lot of female listeners. Okay, so so a lot of female listeners is going to listen to this and they're going to go and try it with their boyfriend. And yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? So you straight, though. I don't really got a lot of guy listeners or whatever like that. But mostly yeah. female listeners that I have, they're going to listen to this. And they're going to be like, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, me personally, I um I watch a lot of gay porn. And so because I watch a lot of gay porn. That ain't right? happening. No, you're, you're yeah. men. Y'all yeah. don't have to. Right. Yeah. 
I look at it for research purposes. Wait a minute, but you like I know you look at it for research, but like you do you do you be into that with like two men? Like do you, I mean look? I know we in a sensitive world. Nothing against the LGB. Whatever. I'm part of that community very okay. much, so okay. it doesn't it doesn't okay. bother me. Okay, great. Um, but I watch it for research. Okay, because they have so many different techniques, right? That the straight straight. I watch all, let me say this, I watch all porn. Straight, uh, I watch every, I literally watch everything. It don't matter. I watch them all. Uh, I, I watch like, cartoon, I, like, I watch everything. I like two women. That's it. Two, I, like, I watch them too. They the best. I, I feel like, I learned a lot from two women on porn. It dis- exactly. The best for me. There you go. You learn a lot, right? Yeah, I love that. You learn a two lot. Two women are the best. You learn a lot. So I, I watch it. it to learn different ways. Like, I never knew that the the sack, right, the, the balls, you can pull that skin out, right? You can stretch it out, and it doesn't hurt them. Hey, listen, ladies, y'all hear this? So I'm just letting y'all know, y'all, you, you know, y'all ladies is they got boyfriends or whatever, whoever y'all indulging with. Listen to Mrs. Y. Not too hard, right? But right. it's it's a yeah. gentle it's a gentle pull on the skin where you just stretch it out a little bit. That doesn't hurt them. I mean, I've learned where you take the 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 balls and you like. Push it up with the dick together. So it's like the balls and the dick together in one. And then you like suck it. You know what I'm thinking? Some guy gonna listen to this. He gonna like, yo, who is she? Yo, where can I find her? Yo, you know, so there's a lot of... <laughs> where can I find her? I'm telling you, there's a lot of techniques out there with this penis, you know? Man. Some of the sexiest things to me is just watching how like like the pre-cum like falls down, like the penis like down the shaft and shit. That's like... You know, if I'm sitting with a man, and you know how guys, you guys make y'all dicks like jump and move. <laughs> that right there, baby. That turns you on? It's a little weakness of mine. You start making really? that dick jump. I'm be like, bitch, what's going on in here? Really? Yeah. From the, <laughs> you you know the Sam? You know, and, and y'all do too. Hey, listen. listen. And y'all do too. So I feel like, you know, the penis and the vagina, they're literally made for each other. Like the penis will call your vagina. Literally. It will call your vagina that jumping of the penis, the the reflexes of it. It's equivalent to um, what do they call the things that you do where you just um kegels? That's okay. what they call kegels. Okay, kegels. Okay. Um, it's equivalent to the your kegels when you do that with yourself, but where you're having kegels, but you're not doing it on your own. Your body is naturally. Your vagina's naturally doing this. See, and you're not doing anything. You know what I know? I think women are more freakier than men. Absolutely. I, I really, I, I'm more freaking. The older y'all get, the nastier y'all get. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I really think it all, do, it really does come down to like who you indulge with. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, you I mean, got to bring it out of them. Apps, that's what it is. You, Every woman you know what is I like, like that. You know what I like? I like, I like seeing two women do it. Like I say if I if I was in a, you know, relationship, I like I want to I want to see my woman like just do. It. I don't even want to mm-hmm. be a part of it. Mm-hmm. I just want to watch her. Mm-hmm. I want to see how much I've been watched. You've been watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I I just love to see that because my whole thing is is that not only did I allow you enjoy the experience with this woman, not me indulge it or whatever like that, but that's something me and you got. So wherever you try to go to next, it ain't the same because them fools gonna probably just want to jump in. Hey, I want to get in too. No, some things it's not about us like like really being it. Sometimes it's just like, yo, have fun. Let me just watch. I mean, honestly, I that's in my opinion, I I those like are that. the best type of men. Yeah. Well, um, although I you. love threesomes, I'm all for threesomes. There's yeah. certain 
things like the vagina the penis makes the vagina act differently period so all the threesomes i've been in my number one rule in all the threesomes i've been in is Mm -hmm. do not nut in the pussy do not do that well shouldn't you like wear a condom in there or yeah we're gonna go get age test first like what we doing because my whole thing is this like we're gonna be doing raw dogging like we all gonna need to go to the clinic agreed you know what I mean? Like, Agreed. If, if is our... that reality, though? Well, shit, for me it is. It is. I, I would say this <laughs> about myself. I will say this. Majority of the people, majority of my lovers, I've known for 15 plus years. Okay. I struggle to find new lovers because I'm going double back to somebody I already knew. That's okay. That's understandable. Before I get a new lover. Is it because what you're into and what the other people are not into? That, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Because of what I'm into, because I just feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how many women feel more comfortable just doubling back to a nigga you already fucked versus adding a new body. But you know, guys, we, you know, guys fucking. You know what I mean? So if you double back, you already know he got a couple bodies on his yeah, belt, right? Probably. All right. Probably. But oh, do you feel safe having unprotective sex with him? I do. I will say that, like, but but why though? Because the thing is, is that you know, this is what I say about guys, right? You know, sometimes certain dudes don't have no control over themselves and discipline when it comes to women. Dudes have a hard time saying no. They have a hard time, and when you tell a guy, when when a guy tell a woman no, they want to urge and do even more because, like, you know what? Now nah, I'm a chill, I'm gonna fall back, or whatever the case may be. You know, so. At some point, some guys slip up, but they have to have to understand themselves. Because, you know, some guys, they, you know, guys get sexually harassed. Uh, uh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I've uh, been which, sexually which, harassed. Which was crazy to me. Yeah. At jobs? You yeah. talking about corporate jobs? Yeah. Oh, man, those women crazy, man. Yeah. They, they they just be saying all types of stuff. They don't care. Like, they just, cause he ain't going to say nothing. Yeah. You know, like, you could just be, let me tell you. Let me tell you how bad it is, okay? I could be walking. And a girl be like, where are you going for lunch? Minding my business. But she may go and insist on going to you at lunch and just be bothering you. And then everybody else sees it and they just assume. You know what I mean? And it's like, yo, like, you know, it should be some some type of, you know, rights for men too. <laughs> it should be because a lot of people, that's one thing people don't talk about. Like when you hear a man say he getting sexually harassed, you're like, yeah, right. But no, they do. They do. Yeah. I mean, I I'm not that bold of a woman. Like I've never asked a man for a man, phone number. I mean, you'd be surprised. Yo. So Who's I'm not going to. I go. I, I went through it. I know you have. You're very attractive. So I appreciate it. I'm. I know yeah. that you have gone through that. Like. Yeah, I've been through it. And it's like it's uncomfortable. You know what yeah. I mean? Because sometimes, look, you just be like, yeah, I just want you want to come to work, but people just, yeah, they 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 don't they don't care. You know they what I mean? don't because it's like the male body is not something that you. The the message out there is that the male body is not something that you have to respect like you would respect a woman body. Right. Um, that's the message that they that they preach out there, right? Yeah. You could touch a man and you ain't doing nothing wrong, but if you touch a woman like that, uh uh-uh, uh, you are a little raper. See? So, you know, it it is quite um it's one of those double standards that works in our favors, I guess, in a sense. Cause there's always gonna be double standards between men and women. Yeah. And so one of the double standards is like it's okay to sexually harass a man, but not a woman. See? When in reality, See, it's not yeah. okay to sexually harass anybody. 
You feel me? And yeah. you have to understand what is sexual harassment. Some people think they're just flirting and playing. Like, you yeah. touching my body is not flirting yeah. and playing. And doing that me. to a man, you know. I remember um, I had this white lady, man. She made me feel uncomfortable, yo. Yeah. yeah she was drawing, man. Like, she, she was <laughs> trying. She's like, oh, you on my team now? Oh, everything is going to be okay now. I wear the same uniform every day. And she used to be like, you... you I love the way you wear your uniform. Yeah. It's a uniform. Yeah. It's a shirt and khakis. Which, you was wearing that uniform. You don't know what was going on. Yo, she was tripping. And I'm just like, she was. She used to be like, yo, um, I, I need you to stay after work. I was like, listen. I, so I'll tell you what happened. This is a true story. It's an experience of mine. So when I was with my child's mom, right? So we had a GPS on our phones, right? It's where we was at. I used to do outdoor residential for a, a certain company. I ain't giving them no promotion. Hell with them for a cable company. Mm-hmm. So then, because they had trackers on the phone, they're able to see where you at. So one day I'm in a crib chilling, you know, smoking weed, playing the game. Yeah. And my child's mom is sitting on the couch on the other side, just looking out the window, letting the breeze come in. She got this paint stuff. You know, I don't know y'all. A girl. mask. Yeah, whatever, whatever that stuff is. So she just sitting there drinking this herbal tea, whatever, you know, she's on the other side of the couch where the window was at. So all she like, who the fuck is this white lady coming at our door? I'm like, I don't know shit, because people live downstairs. The doorbell rang. Mm. Ding dong. Oh my goodness. Can I help you? Is Terrence there? You could have seen how many looks at me that she gave me as if, who in the fuck is this? Not Becky with the good hair. Oh man, listen, I went down. I said, right, let me just go handle that. So she said, Terrence, I just wanted to give you these leads. I think you will like them. <laughs> and um, I see that work tomorrow. I come back upstairs. I'm just getting looks like, who the fuck was that? I'm like. Yeah, because that's dangerous. But she asking me, did you fuck her? I'm like, nah. But she didn't understand. We were young. But she didn't understand that the fact that I was getting harassed. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's hard to tell a woman that you would. That somebody's sexually harassing you at work. Yeah, and that's something that men stay silent with. She men get harassed too. a lot, she was but they stay shit. silent. She had a pamper butt. She was old. Wow. <laughs> wow. She had that Kruger pussy. She yeah. was going to put that around. She loved, she loved niggas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she loved niggas. Yeah, she probably... I mean, why not, though, right? I mean... Genetically speaking, it just looks scary. Like she had them molester hands to me. Like yeah. just, she probably was a molester. Like she you know, like there's people don't talk, like a lot of a lot of women are. No, a lot of boys. You a lot of men lose their virginity to women that are way older than them, and they don't feel like it was something wrong. Well, I did. She was. I had a woman that you know. Well, she wasn't a woman. She was. A little, I was fourteen. She was seventeen. Okay. But then when I was fourteen. It was this girl that was 27 and one had sex with me. Exactly. But I didn't think that she was serious. I was like, you can't come in because my uh my grandma at work. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, a lot of yeah. a lot of men that I know their first time have been with older men. I mean, I feel like older I, men or older older women. Older women, excuse older women. me. No, you good. I mean, even young girls, like yeah, um, my joke? first experience, like the first person that ever told me, Wow, you got some good ass pussy was 12 years older than me. So now, like, as an adult, when I hear men say that to me, it'd be like, mm, okay. Why be in the home okay? Like, mm, okay. Because the person who was, like, I was 13 the first time I ever was told that, right? And this person was, like, 13 years older than me. 
12 or 13 a year older? I was 13. Well, actually, it was 12 because I moved to Philly when I was 13. So I was 12, and this person was 12 years older than me. That's so when dirty. I was 12, there was 24, right? And he, do you feel like he molested you? Um, it he took did. me. Well, it took he me did. a. It took he me did. a really, really yeah. long time to really understand that that's what happened to me. Yeah, his mental state. Was I was young. able to confront this person. Um, I confronted this person when I was twenty five. Yeah. Um, because I have a younger sister, and when my younger sister turned twelve, mm-hmm. I was just looking at her, how small she was, and that was the first time I realized, like, oh my gosh, did it bother you? No, I never thought that I was molested. I always felt like this is what I wanted. I had a crush on this man, right? I used to be praying, like, please let this man just kiss me one day. And one day a nigga just legit kiss me. <laughs> dudes can't control themselves, man. Like, yo, like you gotta say, like, this is a little ass girl, bro. Like, like, like the whole thing is, is like, you can't even like little girls don't even know how to wipe themselves. But that's common now in high schools, right? There's a lot of older men that are at the high school let out. If you was in high school in Philadelphia, that yeah, was common. But I, I challenge that because I feel like if we was in another time, it would be nothing wrong with that. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be. The time frame that we in, it, it says that. And when I had the opportunity to confront this person as an adult, yeah. it was very like reassuring for me. It, it helped a lot. Because okay. I was the type of person that I've been to therapy and stuff like that. That's good. Um, but I never... I never viewed it as that. Never. Okay. I never viewed it as that. And it wasn't until I was 25 mm-hmm. that was the first time I ever viewed it in that manner. Uh, and I'm and, sorry, not to cut you off. You you did say you confronted him. I confronted him. And when we took, because yeah. um, I grew up in Connecticut, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he lived on my aunt block. My whole family knew this person. I can go through photo albums right now and I have pictures with this person. So as an adult, I was able to confront them, and I was like, why did you do that? And they pretty much just broke down and was like, you know, I feel so sorry. Like, I feel like I ruined your life. I really didn't understand what was going on with me and why I was feeling this way towards a child and all these other things. And, um, you know, my life wasn't ruined. My life is not ruined. Mm -hmm. Um, I never... I had a great life. I've been in long-term relationships and all of those things, but it was very... Um, reassuring to confront someone like that and talk to them and just know. Because even when I was a young girl, my friends would be like, girl, I'd be like, this man love me. My friends would be like, no, he don't. And I'd be like, no, the nigga's in love with me. You feel me? Because my friends knew. Mm-hmm. And speaking to him as an adult, he was like, I didn't understand why I had these feelings for a child and how his relationship with his daughter is really, really fucked up. Yeah, that's crazy. She said yeah. feelings for this child. Feelings for this child, that's right? That's crazy. And man. I just like, felt so that's... sorry for the person because I would too. his life was just really shitty. So I'm sure you know, it was. I felt really sorry for him. But I say that to say that a lot of men and women interact with people that are a lot older than them and there's positive and negatives that can come from dealing with somebody that's a lot older than you Mm -hmm. um depending on what type of knowledge that person wants to provide you with so i don't really look at i tell people this way first they told us love don't have no color right Mm -hmm. then they say love don't have no gender right the mm. next step is love don't have no age. 
that is the next step. That is the age we live in. Listen. Rather people want to address that or believe that there's so many organizations out here right now that's fighting for pedophilia. Yeah, they are. Right? They are. They're going to be taking that out the DS- DSMW really, 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 really soon. Yeah, that's scary. And it's like, you know, my child, you know, she's 10. And yeah. I keep I keep very protective of her. I don't even yeah. put it on social media. Yeah, that's so excellent. I don't, that's I don't, so I don't, important. I don't do that. Shout I, out to Terrence Shaw. Yeah, that is so yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, important. Yeah. I don't I don't do none of that because I want her to have I want her to grow up in a peaceful state of mind. And you know, I see a lot of people putting their kids on the internet. You know, before I ain't gonna lie, in the younger times I did and me and me and uh mother's child, like, you know, we had a talk, you know. And I just made it a very important to me to take her off, you know, and because we got to protect her while we still can until she gets older and understands, you know. Absolutely. And I have these conversations. I always tell people with their kids, don't talk at your kids, talk with your kids. Your kids are going to grow up. Kids are going to, you know, say that. I talk to my daughter. I don't talk at my daughter. I don't get mad at my daughter for situations like when she spills something on the floor and all that. Like, that's, that's weird shit to me. Like, I'm not getting mad because you spilled. That shit could be cleaned the fuck up. Yeah. You know what I mean? My whole point is being a father and having a daughter is like, you know, I'm not your friend still. I'm still your dad. But at the same time, I want to allow you to grow up and be your own individual person. And you can come to me about anything. But when you establish relationship, then, you know, certain things that people do, you this person's not going to manipulate manipulate you. This person is not going to do that because we have a foundation understanding that me and her understand like what it is for what this person is. Like even with predators and things like that. You know what predators do? Predators are come when there's there's no dad around. Absolutely. That's one of yeah. that is like when when my organization is up yeah. and running, I want predators to come and talk to kids. So they'll know. Yeah. They look for freaking signs. I wish a motherfucker would. You know what I'm saying? Because my whole thing is, why are you so fucking friendly to me? I look, bro, I don't even know you. You around, but I don't know who you is. That's my daughter. As an educator in the school system, because I work in a lot of schools in Philadelphia. Fuck that. I'll go to jail. Listen, I'll be really looking. And I'll be comfortable. Yeah, you should. Yeah, Yeah. I like, not to cut you off, Mm -hmm. but I tell every dad across America, you know what I mean? Every parent. One thing you got to understand, when you have to bring a child in this world, and I always told myself, I will feel, you always have to prepare yourself. You may got to go to jail. You may got to go. Because I'm not sitting there waiting for the law. I'm just going to do my business. And I will sit in jail knowing that I did what I was supposed to do to make sure that she was okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think most parents feel that way. Like, you know, um, there was a study a few years back that showed the best dad in the world in the world Mm -hmm. was a black dad Mm -hmm. american black Mm -hmm. and matter of fact i don't i'm a i'm gonna not use the word black because it's just limited to america i'm gonna say melanated so melanated dads are the best dads on earth according to this study yeah so your response about your daughter just validates on how black fathers, mm-hmm. we're, they're such a protective figure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also want to shine a light on the fact that as a child, because I remember being a child and I guess glorifying my father. I thought my father was just 
phenomenal. I mean, mm-hmm. And I grew up with two dads. So I had a stepfather and a real father. Mm-hmm. So I thought both of them was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But as I became a real adult mm-hmm. and I would talk to my mother, mm-hmm. I was just so shocked as to find out how, like, neither one of my fathers, my stepfather or my real father, they really literally didn't do nothing to help my mother. Like, literally. Mm-hmm. My mother would be like, well, I brought all of that. Everything you have for Christmas, I brought. Your father did nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's just so hurtful as a child when you become an adult and you understand how that father mistreated your mother. Mm-hmm. It really does change the way you look at... Your, both of my stepfathers has passed away at this point in life. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. I have a shot to that. But I will Let's say take a that, shot to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's man. such a blessing. I just hope single mothers out there... I would say this to any of your uh, any of your listeners that are single mothers. I would say oh, it's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, I would say do not underestimate the power of a great stepfather. My stepfather was a Rastafarian, and so I grew book, up. Book. Eh, so <laughs> I grew up in a Rastafarian household. I met my real father when I was thirteen. Let's um, drink to that. Yeah, drink. Yeah, here we go. Toast hey. to that. Toast to that right there. There we go. There we go. There we go. Look, we we got to tap the table. We got to tap the table. Tap the table. Uh-huh. Eyes, 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 eyes. Let's go. Oh. Ah, there we go. There we go. We listening. And I want to say this, regardless, and I say this directly to you, yeah. Terrence. Okay. Because I work with children and I work with parents. Yeah. Parents are always shocked when their kids reach the age 13 and 14, 15, mm-hmm. and you're no longer the biggest influence in their life. I understand. You are not. I, I get it. You know, so it's such a hard thing for parents. So I understand, especially having me having a daughter, I understand they go through that transitional stage, right? And I understand that maybe she may feel a little different about that. Where we at? Where we at, engineer man? Where we good? We, okay. I understand that, you know, um, it's going to be a coming time in life. She may not like me. Of course. You know what I mean? But, you know, I'm prepared. I just hope that it's not ever going to happen because she's still on that daddy age or whatever and we good. And, you know, but that's why I just try my best as a parent to just talk with her. Well, I want to say this. You know, the yeah. daddy makes the girls and the mommy yeah. make the boys. Yeah. So you made that girl. So yeah. that's maybe some of the reasons why fathers feel more connected to their daughters yeah. and mothers feel more connected to their sons. Because yeah. mothers make the boys and yeah. daddies make the girls. So you must have been dominated during that <laughs> session, right? You was ruling that yeah. session, so you produced a little girl. Yeah, I knew I was, was going to have a girl. Yeah. Her mom was like, no, nah, I want a boy. I said, I want a girl because... To me, I feel like a girl, to me, me, me and a dad, I knew it was going to be more, I know I'm a dad's type of girl person. I yeah. just knew I was. Yeah. I don't you have know? children, but I definitely want a girl because I have two yeah. nieces. So I'm just used to nieces and, you know, it's not nothing against men because I love uh-huh. men. I think men are intelligent, but women are like, yeah. you know. Yeah. We we was actually, me and my daughter was talking the other day. So she was like, um, she went to Disney, Disney World for a while, yeah. right? She was like, Dad, she was like, Mom made me get on all these rides. I didn't want to get on. I said, what did you tell her? She was like, I did when we got to the front of the lines. We get on these rides. And I'm like, you got to tell your mom. I'm like, look. I said, Dad, don't get on rides. I said, ain't nothing... Have, it ain't nothing exciting about looking at the parking lot. Oh, that little scary. Coming all the way down. <laughs> hey, look, look, look. My daughter started laughing. I was like, yeah, I get that. The only thing I go to the, only thing I go to the parking lot for, the only thing I go to the, uh, the music park for is the funnel cake. 
and the teddy bears. Yeah. She's like, well, dad, why you didn't come? You know what I'm saying? Why you didn't come with us? You know? And I understand because me and her are somewhat similar alike. We love peace. We love ourselves. What's your daughter's sign? Oh, she's a Leo. Oh. Yeah, she's a Leo. I don't know what it is about Leos, but they always attract. I don't know what it is. Leos love me. Leo women love me. What's your sign? I'm a Pisces. Pisces. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Leo women, man, but they love me. Then they hate me at the same time. (laughs) You know, my brother is a Pisces. What's your sign? I'm a Capricorn, baby. Capricorns are dope. I'm a Capricorn. Until you cross them. Yep. They, yeah. they they consistent about when they don't like somebody. You know, us Capricorns, we're... 50 years later, and be like, nah. Exactly. Um, I know for me, one of the things that mm-hmm. I struggle with is I'm really big on... Mm-hmm. I'm treating somebody how they treat me. Yeah. And I try not to be petty like that. You know, I try not to just keep focused on that. Because just because somebody mistreating you don't mean you have to do it back to them. But baby, I cannot. I understand. You feel me? I Listen, cannot. You know, but Pisces, Pisces and Leo's, that's a very Leo is a important sign in a sense. Like Leo women are like rulers. So mm. what you see from your daughter, mm-hmm. right, is her being a ruler. But it's mm-hmm. also important. I tell everyone I know that have kids, I tell them. Find out your children's sun sign. Like her sun sign is a Leo. Yeah. But find out her moon sign mm. and find out her ascendant sign because her moon sign is going to reveal how she's going to move unconsciously. Yeah. Your sun sign is how you move with the thoughts that you're aware of. And your yeah. ascendant sign is going to be what she aspires to be. And although people, I, I brought this book today. Let me say what's up. Um, so let me see what Anonymous is reading. I want you say. to, this is one of my favorite books ever. This Rocks is of one, Age. Yeah, this is one Ages. of the books that I told you to go down to. Okay. You're a Pisces, which is the, Pisces uh-huh. is such an important zodiac sign, mm-hmm. right? Because Pisces really starts the. This looks deep. Life cycle of the 12 zodiacs. Okay. So Pisces is really important. This book has just so much information in it. It's, okay. I, I brought this book specifically because this is one of the books that I want you to get. No, I'm going to get that. Like, like, So it's called Rock of Ages. We talked about this book. Right, and we I did. Want you we to did. I'm, yeah. no, I'm going to definitely get that because that's like something that books are very important. I know people do audio, but I feel like when you subconsciously read something, you know, I feel like you get a different different perspective yeah i mean you know one of the things that i do um yes i deal with sexuality yes i deal with sex because i feel like that's a automatic drive the same like you think about your hippocampus right in your brain brain. tell people because some people don't even know what hippocampus means like you know i'm not saying that the audience that i have like is that you know they know what it is they know uh it's basically they're going they're going to lexit or siri it yeah so it's it's basically the <laughs> the part of your brain that controls innate drive. So it controls your okay. hunger, your okay. thirst, mm. um, your sex drives, right? These are things that are innate in us. You cannot separate yourself from your sex drive. You cannot. Let me tell you something, okay? Be honest with you. People don't know this, but most people know. I did challenge myself on that. I, I practiced abstinence for I, a while. I practiced abstinence for almost two years. Shut the front door. Yes, no, I you did. didn't. Yes, I did. 
Wow. Yes, I did. I couldn't last six months. And let me tell you, Lord, I'm not, and I'm I was, not I was disappointed that, with I, that. I, I was straight disappointed I with that. I didn't say I didn't, you know, you know, masturbate. That's different. Yeah, but it's, it is self-love. different. Yes, self love. I'm not saying I did every night, but here and there. But I needed to find my power. Mm. I needed to find my power. That was Tina, hard. You understand how that just resonates in me? Yeah. Like you don't find my power. Men are so freaking powerful. It's nothing more powerful power. than a fuck a freaking black man. Like, yeah. oh, I need to, I need to find my power. You know how it is. How, how much shit I had to turn down. Wow, I had to. You know how hard that no, is. You you go somewhere. Semen retention is a real thing. It's a real thing. You go at the bar, you minding your business, and you got like girls coming at you like, "Hey, listen, um, you know." But I had to find my power because I I went through this journey in my life where it's though. You know, I say if I want to be successful and want to get to the next level, I need to know what it's like to not be with anybody. Mm. Relationship with self, didn't I tell yeah, you? Yeah, relationship with self. That's your, the relationship with self is it, the key relationship. It, it exactly. And that was hard. Wow. Don't get me wrong, but I had to do it. I had to discipline myself because you know what was important to me? This podcast, what I want to do, where I see wow. myself in the next couple of years, how I want to be able to elevate and grow. And I know that my vices. At some point, I never forget it. I was sitting somewhere, and I was having like alcohol. I was dealing with women, sex, whatever. And I was like, I can't keep doing this, doing this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I said I need to withdraw from that and just work on self. Mm. And I did it. Mm-hmm. Like- I I did it. I waited for so long to do anything with anybody, and people was like. And I would tell women that I was doing. I said, "Yeah, I, I, just to see what their reaction was." And they were, and one woman goes like, "I just don't know if I'm comfortable doing anything. Like it's been that long. It's like being a re, a re it's like a reborn version." I can agree with that. It's like, wait a minute, what? You didn't do anything? Nah. I'm curious to know yeah. um what yeah. what the first nut was like after like. <laughs> Yeah, like you, you, you know that mean when the dude is like nothing everywhere. It's like ah, get back here. <laughs> like you know yeah. you, you know what I mean. But you, you have to. I'm not telling people to do that. That was my own personal growth. But I tell any man and challenge them. Whatever you have in your life, and whatever that you try to succeed, sometimes you have to withdraw from certain situations to see what it is to elevate. I mean, I think it's worth every man researching yeah. semen retention and women too. Yeah. And women too. Yeah, women too. To understand, well, women can do it. Y'all, I don't know what it is about y'all, but y'all, y'all can do that. Yeah. Well, you know, I talked. My mother is an older woman, and mm-hmm. she's in a phase where her life where she's like, she don't, she don't desire sex. She don't care, right? Okay. Um, but men and women, as we get older, like older women, um, I, I don't know the exact number, guys, so don't yeah. quote me. But I will say that when women hit menopause. Mm-hmm. Like they have a spike in their sex drive versus men when they hit a particular age, their testosterone really drops. It drops. So it be uneven when you get older in age. So so it's good that you say about the testosterone as as far as though men, you 20, no, when you teenage, you touch a girl, touch you, you shooting up real quick. Like your shit hard. But when you, when you like having sex, and having sex. And when you're 35 sex. plus and you done did it, that shit be like, all right, bitch. Yeah, what whatever. Else? Like, you you dance, you ground the girl, your shit don't get hard. Like, fuck, this ain't nothing for me. You know what I mean? Now it's going to that mental stage in life. 
like, okay, what is it that can desire me to be with this woman? Like now it's mental. Yeah. It's not physical anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. 40. I'm 40 years old. I'm, I'm wow. grown man. Like 40. Yeah, Drink water. Grown, grown. Yeah, I'm grown, grown. Mind my yeah. business at 40, right? Yeah. But being that age, what it's like, okay, it's not about, you know, don't get me wrong. We all love women that look good. But now it's just like, okay, how are you mentally? Where are you at in your life and what's going on? Because you don't want that energy. Yeah. I mean, I, 36 is a great age because I feel. She said 36. I'm 36. And it's a great age. And I don't. you 36. Uh, I'm 36. So I, I know I don't I like it. she was like 29. Yeah, I get that all the time. Yeah. My hair is pulled back you in a bun, especially. So. You ain't 36. I'm 36. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. I have, a gray, I have two gray hairs in the front. I got them slicked down. That's wisdom, though. I got them slicked down. Or or lack of copper, right? Because so, gray so, hair come from lack of so, copper. Wait, wait, so so you, 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 do you have... Like, do you have, like, gray hairs? I don't hairs? have any gray vaginal hairs yet. I, I just but, call this girl platinum. <laughs> but I'm interested on what that's going to look like when the vet. I mean, I get listen, waxed. She, I get listen, waxed, so I don't even see the listen, hair like that. Listen. But I am so interested to see what this. Let me tell you something about that platinum. Because it's the little, real. I have two two here, and I be it's flicking okay. them shits back. No, no, you like, good. You get you you get platinum down there. It's all right. That means yeah. that's golden. That's yeah. wisdom down there. Yeah. Yeah. I used to call her platinum back in the day. Yeah. I used to be like, all right, platinum. She's like, oh my yeah. God, Terry, stop calling me that. I'm like, yeah, well, it's platinum. Well, you know, it's so crazy because yeah. you, as you get older, you just develop a different respect yeah, for the do. penis, a different respect for the vagina. Like, I have a totally different respect for the penis that I have now. Like, um, I was with the same person from the time I was 21 until I was like 32. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of still dealing with that situation. I'm 36. So when you be okay. with the same person, you you don't get to explore yeah. as much as you would. And what I'm learning just about people yeah. and exploring is that everything boils down to the energy and the vibe. Like I am very much a fuck on the first date person you you a fuck on the first day type of thing? i am very much i know people frowned upon it yeah no, i feel i, I feel mad about it no I no you, me, nah, it is what it is i can't even i can't let's even let's take a shot to that let's fuck on the first date type of shit you know i think every you know what shout out to diddy shout out to his love album get off the fucking grid because i i feel like listen to the album listen, i ain't let's do it yet listen, but i'm listen, feeling because i love me listen listen shout out to diddy because i'm gonna tell you something about I think a lot of us we need to start understanding and start being in that love factor. You know what I'm saying? Because well, you know, I know from I don't know hey, about other people. We just we we but just I know so from the gate each other so for some reason we just be mad at each other for no mad reason. for no reason. A lot of the times it's because you don't have that relationship established with self. People crack me up with that. Oh, this woman did you this. We need to split the bills. That shut the fuck up. All right, no, you know what? On my show, I'm gonna say this right now. I want to ask you a question, Terrence. What's up? What's up? What's I have up? a real question. What's up? Talk, talk to me. Has a woman ever requested to suck your dick with a condom? No. This is what I'm talking about. Listen, let me tell you something. I don't right? think I ever sucked a dick with a condom. Let, let, I feel let, really, let, listen, really listen, poor listen, about listen, that. Listen, I, I want to say something. I want to say something. Okay. <laughs> I'll never forget this. It was a time, you know, when a woman was like, to, she told me this, and this was real facts. I don't like to brag or boost about anything, but she was like, 
She called me one day and she was like, Terrence, I want to tell you something. I'm like, yeah, what's up? What's going on? She said, this, this, mind you, this is in the daytime. This is like 12 o'clock, you know? She's like, Terrence, I just want to let you know that you have the perfect deck that Ooh, I ever sucked. real smooth. I don't know what it means. Because, cause, you know, I- That means it's so, smooth. So, so That listen. means it smells good. No. That means it's like, uh, could hit the back and it's not too much. So, so- It means it rolls off the tongue. So, so this is the thing. I, so when I hear women talk, like, I can probably roll quotes for women that said things. I'm not saying that all women may, may feel that way about me, but I've heard some shit, like, either- you know, one time, oh, it's too big. And I'm like, I see my I see my shit every day. I don't see it. I don't see it. You know what I mean? But it's like, I don't know, it's too big. It's, it's this, it's that. And I'm like, look, and I will tell women, like, you ain't got to say shit. All right? You ain't got a lot of me. You don't boost my ego up. I ain't have to say it. I'm just telling you. And it's just like, okay. Okay. Well, that's a fact. You suck a big dick different than a small dick. So that's a fact. That's a fact. She used to call me. She used to call me Henry. That's a fact. <laughs> she used to say Henry. She's like, yeah. Henry. She's like Henry. I like both names actually. They just kind of roll off your tongue. Henry. Right? Henry. That's what oh, she said Henry. to me. Henry. This is fun. Oh, Henry. There you go. You know right? yourself us. They just flow. Right? Shout out to Love, Love. Shout out to Diddy, I love new Love. Album. Let's do this. We got a tat. Tat. I love tat. Love. All right. Okay, there we go. Let's do it. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, we all got to, like, just start, like, spreading the love and understanding what that is. Yeah. Stop getting in, intense with things that, that resonate with people's relationships instead of working on ourselves, like you said, and then working on what's good for you. You know, there's a skill set that I'm trying to learn. It's called nonviolent communication. I like that. If y'all get some free time, listeners and everyone else, please just Google yeah. nonverbal communication. Nonverbal communication. And you'll get this guy. He does a good lecture on it because it's his thing that he okay. invented. And it's all about understanding your feelings, understanding okay. your judgments, and understanding your needs. What you establish as a need is yeah. not the same thing as established as a feeling because okay. feelings change constantly. Okay. But what you need is something different, right? Okay. And a lot of the times we're in situations where we're communicating violently mm -hmm. with our partner. Mm -hmm. yeah. We don't realize that we're communicating violently. And so we're not actually achieving the outcome that we want to achieve. Mm. So in this learning style, mm -hmm. the whole point of the learning style is to express your need. And I'll give a quick, real quick example. Um, like a husband says to a wife, I mean, a wife says to a husband, do you love me? And a husband says, well, I need to understand, is this a need for you or a feeling for you? Mm. And the wife said, it's a feeling. And he says, okay, well, when? Right. Mm. When do I love you? Since it's a feeling and feelings change. She's like, well, do you love me right now? He say, no, you're kind of getting on my nerves right now. So then the wife kind of gets upset about that. So then they replay the scenario back. And then the wife established that love is a need for her, not a feeling. She mm -hmm. view lead, she view loves as a need instead of a feeling. So then the husband's response is, well, I see how important this is for you. It's a need. How would you look? How would you like me to love you? And the wife says, you know, and the husband says, no, I don't know. Tell me how you want me to love you so that I can do it. 
And it just lays out the difference mm. between a feeling and a need. If you're going off of a feeling, that's going to be right now in the moment. That may be yes, that may be no, that may be maybe. But if you're going off of a need, then you have to be prepared to explain to someone how mm. you want something done. Mm. You cannot get upset if someone is not doing something the way you want it if you can't even explain Damn. how you want it done. Yeah. You right. want to be loved, but you can't explain to me how you want me to love you. So how am I supposed to know? You see, the wife, the wife's response was, you know. That's a lot. And a lot of women, including myself, okay. are come in a situation like that nigga know. But do they know? That's a lot, though. That's a lot. Because it's like, you know, like, you know, listen, women, kids, and dogs, and cats, they all get the love. Guys, we only good as what we do. And I hate that. I hate that. Like, to That's me. Sick. I'm so, like, the black man. Like, I get frustrated when I feel like the black man don't know his power. Like, literally, I try not to pit other groups down because I work with a variety of people. Mm -hmm. But it's something. But I've been taught during my um, journey of getting my license that you don't have to back down from your beliefs, right? Yeah. You can cherish your beliefs and you can highlight your beliefs. You don't have to back down. Yeah. So I don't have to back down from the fact that the the black man is the greatest thing on this motherfucking earth. It ain't nothing on this earth. Yeah. Nothing. And I'm talking on a genetic level, spiritual level. Mm-hmm. It's nothing higher than a motherfucking black man. I mean, maybe a black uh, woman. Well, well yeah, yeah, but you know but Yeah, I'm listening. I'm nothing. sorry. No, no, talk your shit. It's Go nothing. ahead. Like, Black men are so fucking powerful. They're so fucking beautiful. They're everything. Mm-hmm. Black women, the most beautiful thing to me is the black woman, a black man, and a black child. That's the trinity. It's nothing above that. Mm-hmm. It's nothing above that. Nothing. And so black mm-hmm. men, they don't get the respect that they're supposed to get. But when mm-hmm. I see that black men don't get the respect that they're supposed to get, I know that the person that's not giving the black man the right respect, respect, they don't understand their genetic uh, position. Mm. You don't understand your genetic position. I never feel in competition with other women that are not black. How could I ever feel in competition with a woman that's not black? You know what's crazy? How? You know what's crazy? It's I, impossible. I'll say this. It's impossible. This, this is what I'm going to say. This is some real shit. If we all was on the same even playing field, we had all had the money. And I talked about this a lot. We all had, we was on the same even playing field. Now, it's not about the money. It's about you. Here's the kicker. It never was about the money. It's always been about genetic survival. Yeah. You was the black man. You got the strongest. Like, this is, listeners, please, I speak facts, y'all. I speak real facts. Look this fact up. There's not a genetic person that's stronger than a black man. It's not. So all this is about genetic survival. So if you have the weakest genes, aka white people, right? They have the yeah. weakest genes, and then you have a oh, black shit. No, they do. They no. <laughs> hey, I didn't, listen, I listen. didn't make the rules no, up. No, this no, is no. science. Hey, listen, this I'm is li- science. I'm listening. This is science. Hey, I didn't make the rules. I know you make the rules. I'm listening. Go so ahead, white people got ahead. the weakest DNA. Okay. okay. Black people have the strongest. Okay. So if you have the weakest DNA, aren't you going to figure out how to get rid of somebody that got the strongest? Did you know that the that the gun was modeled after the male penis? 
So that's crazy because it is because you got the revolver, right? You got yeah. the, the bullet and you got yeah. the long ass. You yeah. Know <laughs> because your gun went with your with your penis, you have the act you have the ability to annihilate them genetically. So they had to develop something that would be equivalent to that. So if you kill somebody, you annihilate them genetically. You can't reproduce. Who, who made the gun? But the huh? who know made the gun? Um, there's a there's there's a name. I can't think of the name um at the moment. Was it white from or black? the drinks? Was it white or black? I believe he was a white person. The white person made. Mm-hmm. What well, we you know, you know, people are here to destroy. Yeah. And people are here to love. Yeah. You know, so whoever yeah. made the most of what it is to destroy. They just want to be even. They just want to be even. They want to be even. They just want to be even because the black man is so powerful that you you cannot be even with him without what? developing the technology. They know. You can't. Listen, I'm dark skinned. I wear a yellow shirt to a, somewhere. They just mad. Your skin tone is so freaking beautiful. Like, I am I literally that. about to go to a page she in my book no because no i am because honestly like when i see super dark-skinned black people it don't matter if it's a male or a female i take the time to stop and say your skin is beautiful we need to start complimenting each other you know i'm gonna what? say this black people i always do it black people the problem is with us is that we hate on each other too much too much we need to stop that Spiritual warfare is real. I believe in it. And I feel like us as people, instead of going against each other, we should be for each other. If you see somebody down, you should pick them up regardless. You know what I mean? If you up, pick somebody up that's genuine enough to want to learn and want to stop hiding information. Start giving information. You know, one thing that makes me sad, Terrence, is that that? when I see a black woman and I smile at her and she'll smile back to me, that makes me real. That's trauma. That makes me real upset because be I don't understand that. It could be, it could be, it could be trauma. Like everybody go through their trauma, but you know, it takes a really strong person to like how everything is. And I think that as we're talking, we're going to spread love. You know, we're not going to spread about hate. We're not going to spread about what the black man not doing, what the white, what the black woman not doing. Excuse me. We're going to say, how can we reunite? And I mean, excuse me, reunite. I'm using the right word. Unite. Mm-hmm. Unite. Yeah, unite. Uh, is that okay, unite. And just spread love. You know what I'm saying? And that's the problem. Stop looking at them. Listen, I know I know we probably over my time, but I don't care. But I will say this. We need to get rid of that podcast where we had this gender war shit. I'm tired of it. Where everybody is just so against each other. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it too. I'm tired of I it. I really am. We need to start you know uniting with each other because we're giving people what they want. You know, and these big platforms about going against each other. We get we got to stop doing that. Nobody's better than nobody. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care how less money you got. We're all in the even we all in the even playing field with each other. And we got to stop that. We need to start spreading more love with each other. And start uniting each other. But we it starts with the older people now. I see these podcasts where all this crap going on. Y'all older. Stop being torn and bitter about every damn thing that you hear, what you see. Start spreading positive shit. Stop spreading that negative, what the woman don't do, what the man don't do. That shit, oh, that's a personal issue. 
with yourself. They ain't got nothing to do with us as people. You know, ain't no reason for no damn man to be at 21 years old talking about something. Yeah, well, this person said that I shouldn't do it. No, you don't know. This person can't live your life. You may stop yourself from really of a person that you love in your life because you listen to somebody they don't know understand who you are. Let's but stop that, that goes back to what we talked about, Tim. Your relationship with yourself. Yeah, yourself. You gotta have self love. We gotta do self love out here, man. We gotta stop that, man. It's like, yo, we gotta stop this shit, man. Like, you know, is I, masturbation not self love? Yeah, shit, I do it. You know <laughs> I love I do it. it. Look, after My I get favorite. done, you know what happened? I go to sleep. I go right. <laughs> That's safe sex. Masturbation is safe it's sex. Safe sex but Mucho masturbation is safe sex. I just want people to stop being mad at each other and just start throwing genuine love to each other because that's what we got to do. And we got to stop being mad at each other because what a person don't have what it is. And I know what? Some people are not going to get it and some people will. But for the, per- the, the person out there that's listening now, for whoever is listening now, whether you're a truck driver or you're a nurse or you a person in a library, I don't care where you at, you at work, you at your cubicle, just know that you are who you are. Reflection who you are is the person that you meet. And who you are is great. Right. Is good enough. The ref- Exactly. The reflection of who you are is the person that you meet. And I want you to really deep cleanse what I'm just saying to you here because words are powerful, more powerful than a gun. And it's more affirmation. powerful. Affirmation. You know what I mean? So I really want y'all to understand what that is. And let's stop being mad at each other. You know? Mm. You know what I mean? And and, and look, we've been talking for a lot. We're going to have you yeah. back on the show, baby. I love to talk. Yeah, we're going to definitely be back on the lot because we could go three, four hours or whatever. Yeah, I'm a talker. But, yeah. <laughs> but I want y'all to understand that. And I'm glad to have you on this show, man. And, and I'm going to tell somebody something. I'm not doing no more visuals. I thought about it. I was doing it because I was chasing what everybody else was doing. You too why? attractive not to do visuals. I know why, but I can't do that because I want people to listen instead of looking. Because I feel like if people are looking and not listening, I want y'all to listen. It don't matter what I look like, but I want you to receive the message because I'm more in tune to people to educate and understand themselves. I don't care about the listen part. And guess what? You know what I'll tell you this why? Look, that alcohol kicking. She got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, no, no, that pussy getting horny, right? No, no. I look at it, you keep going to the bathroom. That no, pussy. no, no, we about to close out. But I want to say I appreciate you having me on the show. I don't know, I'm going to have you back because you are so informative and you're going to enlighten a lot of people. And I know when we talked in the beginning, you was like, wow. You was like, I don't know. Listen, you are special and you can give a lot to a lot of people, especially your I appreciate that. Because you dope and I know talent when I see it. I appreciate that. Yeah, so we're going to have you back on again because I feel like we got to have that balance. And I want all his listeners out there to know that, like, I listen to his podcast just like yeah. y'all. Yeah. And it's such an inspirational experience. Yeah. I feel so inspired to be in this man presence. If y'all been following him for a while, y'all know he has hundreds of podcasts. And that's so inspiring inspirational to me how do you get to that point how do you get to a point where you're recording it like this for people to listen to Mm -hmm. that's so powerful to me so i'm so Mm -hmm. thankful terrence that you even considered me to come on your show you don't you know i'm so happy thank you so much you know and i want his listen i want your listeners to know that it's a pleasure like i'm so thankful that you guys have decided to listen thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you they're gonna listen 
it's important because yeah. if we if we can unite people and just take them away from that that weird shit that's going on. Yeah. I'm 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 tired. No, I'm a campaign for this, man. I don't want him on relationship bullshit. Let's start loving each other. No, no, go ahead. Go do what you got to do. You know what I mean? I'm about to close out. And I just want to say thank you to everybody that listened to this show. And, I, and I, you know, and I, and I pretty much told everybody that I'm all for everything. And I want to say thank you. And I appreciate y'all. And I love y'all. And, 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 and I'm going to say this to y'all, too. If anything... I've always said this, always to love yourself. It's important. And I'm out and I'm peace. I can't wait for episode, episode, episode uh, excuse me, episode 18. This is 17, episode uh, 117. And this is a wrap. Thank you. Thank you to my engineer. Appreciate you for this, 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 this dope engineering that he is, that what he does. And thank you for people that's listening. And I just want to say love yourself and I'm out. Peace. You know, it's a wrap. Thank you, and I'm out.